0: What's up everybody, welcome into another episode of Rhymes with Orange. So today, we're going to dive into a different aspect of Campbell University, and I think one that makes this place very unique and special. It's the spiritual life on campus, and the aspect of faith-based learning, and really driving your mission and purpose on campus. So we found the Dean for Spiritual Life, and one of the campus ministers, Luisa Ward, who does a great job of not only organizing the Spiritual Life program, but providing a purpose, a mission, an avenue for students to exercise and practice whatever faith they want and however they want to live out their spiritual life, but in an organized and sophisticated way. So, great conversation with Louisa. She's been here longer than I have. We're both nearing a decade at Candle. so a lot of experience. She's been in different roles working under Faith Beam. and. Is now been promoted and moved up in the ranks, and we'll talk about that. But let's dive into the conversation, more on spiritual life, with Louisa Ward here at Campbell. It's neat at a place like Campbell University because faith is such an integral part of what these students and professors and and folks like you and I who work here do. Not every school is faith-based. Not every school has that backing and that understanding what does that mean to you when you think of Campbell University and its involvement with faith?
1: Well, I think the Christian mission is what animates so much of what we do. You know, we we hold to our our Baptist roots. J. A. Campbell was a Baptist minister who thought it was important to educate in this rural area, and so um, I think our our mission as as an institution we live we live in that place. And it's right from our mission statement, the area that we, we find no conflict between a life of faith and a life of inquiry. And so I think that's part of what makes Campbell unique uh, in our approach to Christian higher education. Um, and it's it's part of the culture, it's part of the atmosphere. We hope, we hope that Campbell breathes welcome and belonging. And, um, and when we ask students where our Christian mission is most clearly expressed, they always talk about a relationship a conversation they've had with a professor or um, or a friend, uh, I hope that this is a place that God's presence can be known and felt and, and talked about.
0: What does that mean to you then when these students have these conversations with you? Because not every college student at 18 has clear thoughts and right. knows what they want, and yet they, they are saying to you and to others that these these dialogues are important.
1: Those are some of my favorite conversations. Uh, I love, I love the the faithful questioning of college students. Um, uh, it might not be fair to say I love the season of doubt that college students bring with them, but the the time of a person's college experience, whether you are eighteen to twenty four, whether you are a returning veteran, have lived have lived more life, um, regardless of, of where you are in your age, the college experience brings such a rich experience to, to ask questions about faith, about God, about who you are, where you come from, what you believe. Um, and so I think for some students, that is the first time they've been given permission to, to do that. Um, for other students, I think they find it a challenge is too much freedom. Um, but I, I think that students settle into to a place where they they want to engage their faith Um, and and the majority of our Campbell students are are students of Christian faith there are also students in our Campbell community who are of no faith no preference in faith and who are of faith traditions outside of Christianity and so all of that is what makes up our our community we we approach it from a, a Christian perspective because that's who we are as part of our vocation as an institution. You you
0: sound like a carbon copy of Faith Beam as you say that, by the way. The mannerisms, (laughs) the tone of voice, the expression, which is great. I just, I caught that.
1: Faith and I have worked together for a long time. Um, uh, Faith hired me as a graduate assistant. And so I, you know, I've been at Campbell for uh, going on 10 years now. And so uh, Faith is a a very dear friend and and mentor. Um, And so I... (laughs) I hope that's a good thing. I hope she she thinks that that's a good thing. So, yeah.
0: It's neat with classes just starting the last few weeks because we get the influx of students back, we get the welcome week, all the different events. And then part of welcome week too was a very important prayer and faith development group. You guys had a meeting right outside the church, just inviting people to kind of have those conversations and open up. Yeah. What's the response from maybe the new freshman who when they visit Campbell, they see a chapel in the middle of campus, and that's all they really understand, right? Like they know faiths involved, but then when you're talking to these freshmen, what are you learning about their understanding of what goes into it?
1: Hmm, I'm not sure I have a good sense of this this freshman class yet. Sure, um, I, you know, I think it says something that our chapel is in the middle of our academic circle, um, that faith comes alongside learning, um, and that they are not they're not separate from each other, um, and so. Uh, in the first few weeks, you know, you've you've got the students who, who have always gone to church every Sunday, who now are, are looking for a church, um, or the student who sort of has nominally been involved in, in faith life, and now they, they have opportunities at their fingertips to engage their faith, um, to discover and explore and express uh, and ask questions, um, and so I... The conversations that we have in the first few weeks with with new students, I hope are things. I think they're looking for things that feel familiar. Um, they're looking for a worship service. They're looking for a Bible study. They're looking for a community that that thinks and looks like them to to sort of wrap their arms around them and say, you know, here's a place to belong. Um, but I I think as the semester, certainly as the year goes on with our freshman students, they they start to to find things that, that challenge them or that they haven't considered before. And so it's, mm. I think it's a beautiful process to watch. Um, when I was in college, I didn't know that I was also moving through that same process. So you don't, you don't know you're in it when you're in it. But when someone, um, I get the opportunity to watch and walk alongside students as they are, they're wrestling with these faith questions. And it's, it, is, it is a beautiful transformation to watch.
0: Well, it's neat. One of the major pillars of Campbell University is meaningful lives and purposeful service. Yes, and and when you say those things, buzzwords are great. And there's
1: purposeful lives, meaningful service. Oh, <laughs> it tells
0: you tells you how much I can yeah, remember. Yeah, it's
1: okay. It's okay.
0: Um, but when you hear those buzzwords and, and that becomes preached, you know that's one thing to say it, right? But then to actually live it. Oh yeah. And I know you're so involved with integrating those those words and affirmations into what these kids do on a daily basis.
1: Uh I think the the purposeful lives is where we get to the work of vocation. Um, the the calling, the the thing that just sort of lives lives behind your sternum, uh, that that sense of pull toward, um, the thing you just can't do without. Um, and that vocation is not always career, sometimes it is. Um, but it's, it's a, I think it's part of who you become, um, to purposeful lives that your, your life has purpose. There's meaning to what you do. Um, and, and for so many in our community, faith is what, is what brings about that sense of meaning and, and service to others, um, has long been part of the fabric of the university, um, to, to provide, you know, if we talk about service in, you know, the professional schools, uh, healthcare. Um, uh, but, but it's more than just a, a service to others. I think it is a posture. Um, you know, we, we, we quote scripture we talk about, you know, Jesus talks about the greatest commandment, love the Lord, your God and love your neighbor as yourself. And so in, in learning to see our neighbors who is my neighbor, um, it's, it's the kid sitting next to me in math class. Um, and it's, our community partners, and it's an opportunity to go and to serve. Um, and that, that, that then becomes a habit. Um, it becomes a practice for life um, to be able to, to serve and understand that your, your posture and whatever it is that you're approaching um, is meaningful and has purpose.
0: Because when these kids are 18 and they struggle to find that purpose, and that's yeah. any college student. It's not just when we were in college or when the new freshman walks on campus – you know, faith's important to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And in your role as as the dean, you know, the dean of spiritual life, so we do want to mention that. Congrats on the promotion. <laughs> Thank you. You oversee a lot of important departments and, and efforts that help make the student experience better. and And I'm curious I from your so. perspective, what does that mean to you and the staff? Because, you know, you get the feedback from the students, but how do you guys try to lay out a path to, to help these new students or even returning students find their their purpose or their vision and faith?
1: I think it is shared work. It's it's certainly something that our office takes the lead in. Um, that is our charge. the The spiritual formation and religious life of campus is, is where we live. Um, but it it's not work that we do alone. Um, it's it's work that that's seen in the classroom. That's seen on the on the field, uh, it's seen in, in, uh, conversations. And so f- for our work, especially with undergraduate students, we, we focus our work on areas of spiritual formation and vocation. Hmm. So that lives, um, that lives most clearly in the curriculum with connections. Um, but that's also, it also lives in small groups, which are Bible studies that meet once a week. Uh, it lives in the communities that gather for ministry groups. So those are, those are large group gatherings like Ransom or um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, and, and then the vocation work. Uh, Reverend Colin Kroll, who's our associate campus minister, lives and breathes vocation <laughs> in, in um, how we talk about our purpose and who we are Um uh, but that's that's also then connected to to what students experience in the classroom and academic well-being and um, so spiritual vocation or spiritual formation and vocation we also do the work of, of pastoral care and spiritual well-being um, and so that's that is our our promise to walk alongside students and to be present with students um, and, and so that they know that when something something happens um, that we we are here ready Ready to talk to them and, and an open door. Um, the work of community engagement is also also part of our work. The work of um, hospitality, the work of welcome, student ministries, um, and work with our faculty and staff. Um, you know, one of the one of the really cool things we've got going on right now are the conversations around vocation with our faculty and staff. You know, for two years now, we've engaged staff cohorts. Our Reverend Beam has led those hmm. fat. Uh, staff cohorts talking about their own vocation. So if we're going to ask our students to consider their vocation, we have to understand where our sense of calling and vocation
0: comes from. What have you learned when you ask these professionals about mm-hmm. calling their vocation? Cause I, I curious myself, you know, how, what do you and your staff learn from exploring these routes with, with different people?
1: That everyone's approach to calling is different. Um, and, and yet there are, there are threads of, um, Particularly in our Campbell community, I think there are are threads of, of wanting to help, I want to want to support or aid or help someone understand or learn something, mm-hmm. um, and and learning, um, especially here because we are we are a place of learning that we we get to engage in questions and um, and a, a learning community is such a different than a a congregational community or or other expressions of faith communities and so um i every time i sit down with a faculty or staff member and and i ask the question how did you end up at campbell or um how do how do you find your place here we talk with students about belonging um, but i think our faculty and staff have those stories too and so it's i learn something new every time i ask the question
0: it's neat because i'm pulling up the mission of the university right here which yeah sometimes we talk about all these things and we forget what the pillars are. And number one, present a worldview informed by Christian principles and perspectives. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Not every university says that right up front. Right. And some universities have different ways of presenting that information. Absolutely. And yet when I talk to students or when I talk to staff, I don't feel as if here it's you have to follow faith or you are the devil. And at the same time, there are principles and there are just understandings of how to be a good person, how to interact with others that are kind of informally taught here. And I know your department is a big part of this, along with professors and, you know, different clubs and activities of integrating those missions and purposes into this student experience that aren't necessarily dogmatic and, you know, shoved into your face, but it's kind of just the day of life.
1: Right. Um, uh, n- uh, <laughs> yes. Um, I-, I hope that our our expression of Christian higher education is an invitation. It is an invitation for, for students to bring their faith into their learning and their learning into their faith. Um, I, I, before we started, we were talking about the the religious makeup of our student body. And, you know, over half of our students identify as Christian. Um, They, they self identify. We pull this information by how they identify themselves. And there's also a, a, a percentage of our student population who are of no faith or no interest or no preference in faith. And there are students of other faiths outside of Christianity, all part of our community. And so I think part of it is identity. We've got to know who we are. um, And we've got to invite our students to know who they are. Um, And so it is an invitation for our Christian students to practice, to explore, to discover, to express their faith, it is an invitation for students of no faith or students of faiths outside of Christianity, maybe to be introduced to Christianity for the first time. Um, we are a place of learning, not a place of indoctrination. I, I hope, um, and so the student brings all of who they are to the campus experience. They, you know, if they're an athlete or they're in engineering or they they're in Homeland Security, they're bringing all of those interests in those areas of faith of expertise with them, but they also bring their faith, and so that's for me. That is that is just the fascinating part of the college experience at Campbell. And every every student would explain how that they they interpret that. I think in a different way. Sure, um, but I I would hope that it is it is an invitation and an opportunity, um, you know, to learn from someone else who who's been raised differently than you or or. Um, I, I think our religious diversity really lives within the the Christian expression, and so for the the Catholic student and the Baptist student who are now roommates, who go
0: into the bar and then yeah, well yeah.
1: you know who who are going to have any any conversation of substance right. at, are going to say, well we didn't do it that way, or you know why how how are you a Christian? You know, how does this work? And so um, so coming to to our sense of values and our belief system and. You know, wherever those conversations or opportunities take them, I I think
0: it's neat you mentioned that the student body over fifty percent identify yeah with the religion with the background Christianity is a big part of that because kids in in that sixteen to twenty four age bracket aren't as traditionally religious or in today's culture a little less like I identify as X Y and Z I'm a little more open to it and and it's neat here on this campus yeah where they can come in with principles and, and interact with other types of religions and faith. And it, you kind of build that as you go on it, I guess, four or five years for a student.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, there's, you can make statistics say any number of things. And, um, you know, m- millennials leaving, leaving the churches in droves right. and, and that, you know, Gen Z, the, the the current college age student is is not interested in faith or organized religion. And, and I, I can't. I can't say that I blame them, um, in, in lots of ways, the, um, the structure of the church, what we have, we have modeled, um, is, is time and is changing. Um, the way we talk about our faith, um, the expression of our faith, I think is, is something that, that comes alongside the knowledge that, that God is, God is present, Uh, God is, God is all knowing. God is, um, who God is and is unchanging, but how we talk about God, how we interpret scripture, how we gather as Christian communities, um, I think is changing. And I think our young people are are asking fair questions of, of the establishment of, of organized religion across the board. Um, and so what I have found is that, is that our college students, particularly, well, I can only speak from the college students in my experience at Campbell. I, um, is that while the practice of Christianity for them is, is changing the depth of the need and the want to understand their faith and to dive into scripture and sit with someone who will help them answer their questions. Um, we i don't know that it was ever the correct response but you know the 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 age of well just pray about it or um uh don't ask that question um if you if you go too far down that road you will uh you'll find an answer you don't want Um, there is still a level of of mystery um Mm -hmm. of awe of of understanding that god is so much further beyond our understanding and yet we have to have something tangible, um, which is, um, you know, for for Christians, it's the expression of Jesus, it's who Jesus is and his personhood. It, it's it's tangible for us. We have something to look toward. Um, and so I I think the desire to know God and to to express faith is still there. But how our college students are doing it is different. Is different than four years ago. Certainly different than than when I was in college. Um, and so it is. It is a, We have to be willing to learn, and we have to be willing to, to, to go where students are. Um, and so what students were talking about four years ago as, as matters of great importance as it related to their faith may or may not be of great importance now to students of faith. And it's, it's cyclical. It will come back around. Um, but those questions of who am I and what do I believe – those are those are those are age old. Questions. I can
0: see the weight just lifted off your shoulders because of the. You're dealing not only with students who have questions and needs, but these are things that sit in their brain every day. Yeah. You know, it's not how do I solve a question in a math class. It's how do I figure out my life, right. who I am, what I want to do, yeah. why I'm here, what my purpose is, what my beyond life situation. You know there. <laughs> you know, there's a lot that goes into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Faith. Having faith requires us to to ask good questions and and be, be challenged, I think.
0: So you got your master's in divinity here, correct? I
1: did, yes.
0: Divinity programs are unique because I went to the graduation this this May. Yeah. And, and I saw you and, you know, Adrian Dorsey, and he took over the stage. And, you know, just <laughs> the, the excitement, the exaltation, the, the, the prayer, the song. Yes. You know, that's an element of a program that is very unique. Mm-hmm. There aren't thousands of schools in the country that offer divinity programs, both undergrad, masters, things like that. And give me a sense of of what comes out of that program, because I, you know, you say you have a divinity program, people go, oh, are they trying to become a, a priest one day? Are they trying to go into the ministry? <laughs> yeah. There's just a lot of vague questions, and people don't fully understand. What what do you learn? What do you get? What it goes into that process of of earning a master's in divinity? Uh,
1: yeah, Campbell is producing lots of Baptist priests. Uh, is your is your background Roman
0: Catholic? It is you,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the the master of divinity program is is a comprehensive degree. It's a ninety hour degree program wow. that um is the most comprehensive degree for someone who wants theological education. Um. And, and, and our divinity school offers the MDiv program. They offer, um, several degrees within a ministry focus. And so, um, it is, uh, it is the degree. If you are seeking minute to be a minister, Mm -hmm. you want to be a chaplain. Um, there are lots of reasons now why outside of congregational life, why people, um, would want a master of divinity degree, but I I wanted the degree because I wanted to be a minister. Um, That was something that I, um, I did not go to Campbell for undergrad, but, but came here for graduate school. And, um, and I, I wanted a comprehensive degree and I I wanted a degree that, that mattered. Um, And as a woman in Baptist life, I, I felt that a degree and education was, was really important. Uh, And so um, it's, you know, theology, New Testament, Old Testament, church history, pastoral care, mm-hmm. um, and and then where then you do a lot of learning on on the way. Um, so the program here at Campbell's designed um, when I when I was part of the program I I worked and went to school at the same time and so that was that served me well. So my my job was part of my education too.
0: And 10 years later <laughs> here you sit now as the dean of spiritual life, yes. which th- there are a lot of Everyone has titles and, and roles, but you're, you're doing a lot of the work you've done before and, and here now with a title that properly fits what you're doing and who you're interacting with and what you're overseeing because it, it's neat, right? Because spiritual life is such an important part of this campus. And and now here you are with some authority and you're still higher in the chair and, <laughs> you know, and not that it's a power trip or anything, but, but clearly there are some things you can try to initiate now and and make the program and and. Efforts that are happening on campus, the way you want, and to the vision that you and Faith Beam want to express on this campus.
1: Oh man, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I, I'm still getting used to that title, carrying that sure. <laughs> that mantle. Um, I I think that you know the the importance of the office of spiritual life and the work that spiritual life has is. Is vital to the college experience, Um, and it's also something I just love. Uh, It is work that I really enjoy. I I love coming to work. I love what I get to do in a day. Um, There are no two days that are ever the same. Um, I might set my schedule for the day, and then, you know, a student walks in and my whole day changes, or or I get a phone call, or, um, you know, somebody wants to celebrate something, and it's it's just a a high five walking across campus, but. I think we the work of spiritual life continues to foster the community um, of faith on campus and and where our Christian mission animates what it is that we do. And so you know some of the new new initiatives um, uh, we're we're starting a chapel fellows program this year, hmm. uh, which is an internship program. Um, this year we have two graduate interns and an undergraduate intern. and so, We've long wanted an internship um, program, and that that is beginning this year. Um, we continue to do some of the good work that that Faith established in in her role, and now as as she has transitioned to to VP for for student life and Christian mission, how how the work of spiritual life comes back in alongside campus campus life, student activities, student success to to build a holistic student experience. Um, yeah. and
0: and post covid that's so huge It is. because of the separation it's of huge. the kids being isolated and mental health issues and and all those things that need that spiritual aspect in their lives
1: yes yes and so so the well-being well-being initiatives continue to be to be work that is is of great importance um and and how we bring students together you know we we the campus ministry house is on the corner the, the house with the orange doors is on the corner there across from bush creek elementary and um, we're reintroducing the house to, to a new group of college students who, who didn't know the house existed or could use it because of COVID. And so, you know, in next week, actually we're, we're having, we're inviting people over to the house to, to see the space, to use the space, to tell the story of the work that comes out of, out of the, the campus ministry house. You know, our, our food pantry is over there. Um, Reverend Morgan Pajak, her office is moving over there, mm. um, uh, the food initiatives, the, the work for the community garden and the campus kitchen um, come out of the house, but it's also a place for students to hang out, to be together um, in a different way than students hang out at the union. Uh, and so uh, it's, it's exciting to, um, to see things open up again um, and to to return to some of the things that we were doing. But COVID also gave us a, a great opportunity to look at what we were doing and ask the question of why. Why do we do this? Does it meet a need? Yes. How do we adapt it to the needs of our current student body? No. Are we just doing it because we've always done it? Sometimes you do things because you've always done them because they are good and they are just needed for a community. Um, uh, and then there are other things that that you let go of in order to make room for for new things. Uh, and and so that's that's exciting to, to see come to life in, in different ways. And so, um, you know, I've, I've been a part of watching the development of undergraduate worship and academic changes and connections and the start of small group ministries and seeing the work that, that Faith started when she was campus minister continue. And as we've shifted roles and staff, it's, it's just, right. it's so good to see it's exciting
0: and it's neat too when you come on this campus like we talked about chapel right in the middle of campus yeah community service outreach like you mentioned big building you can kind of integrate different programs off of that the students here care about each other I hope so and and you can say that but when you see them invest in other clubs when they're at people's events when they're all socializing in the union like that's where it's great as a staff member walking around and, and you see the kids care about each other because the the intimate setting of Campbell is what is a selling point for this school. Oh, yeah. And and having a good background in your faith and your service and your purpose would be huge. And not just students showing up and leaving, but enjoying what they're doing and wanting to be involved and, and however they spread that out. But mm-hmm. just to have that backing would be gigantic.
1: Yeah. We, we want students to unpack their bags, invest here, stay here, um, be known here. You know, I, talk, you talked about the mission statement sometimes just being words, um, some guiding words for our office that I, I hope we don't repeat so often that they just sort of become, you know, fuzz, is, is to, to be loved, to belong, to be known, and to become. Um, and so all of those present a challenge, and all of those provide room for, for students to, to invest in this community and be, be part of what makes Campbell unique.
0: Well, this was an awesome conversation. Because y- usually I see you at some orientation event or some graduation, and you're you're leading us off with the opening uh, prayer. Sure you're, you're, sure, you're setting the stage. You know, you're getting people into ex- you know, that that mindset, and they're preparing for a big moment. And I wanted to learn more about what this department does, and I think the school would would love to learn that too. Because as you mentioned, founded in Baptist roots, still has a Christian mission and purpose, and, and that's important to Campbell. It's it's not just Speak or talk, it's what we live out in our daily lives.
1: I hope so, yes.
0: Thanks for coming on.
1: Uh, Thanks for inviting me. This has been great.